0: bitch! And that dude Dylan got Dylan got, do what you got! You know what it is! Come on! Oh it started, Dylan! Welcome everyone to the Reckless Youth episode. This one's gonna be fun because this guy just invented some nice moves and was a good guy. What's that? <laughs> Mike Quackenbush, I'll give you financial advice and then I'm going to leave before things start getting, uh, oh, uh,
1: I like uh, that, I uh, know. reckless youth basically at one point he gets so down on himself that he starts drinking and that is not to excess just period.
0: Yeah. He starts having one beer sometimes.
1: Yeah. He starts casually drinking, which to him is blasphemous.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, to the Wrestler Review for your appreciation, Dylan and John discussing a dad for one hour. Uh, Thomas, what the fuck's his last Tom name? Tom Carter. Thomas, What's the Tom most Tom Carter easy fucking
1: name? Tom, Tom. Carter.
0: Welcome everyone. Yeah, I I don't like the Reckless Youth era. I only liked it when he was the technician, Tom Carter, and Ring of Honor. When they had oh, the yes. pure division. Yeah, that's the best part. No um, I
1: thought the pure division was a really good idea for a division. Um, but also, like, the technician right, there, Tom right. Carter, it's like it. Re, re, switching your name. So basically, late in his career, he gets this injury and he can't do the same match or bump the same way he can anymore. <laughs> he did yeah. in his early career. So he becomes the technician Tom Carter. And the funny thing is, as far as like looking like a wrestler that would be in a major company, he puts size on and he really does become much more of like what one. Yeah, it's
0: it's a weird thing that he didn't do that earlier or keep that up. Like it's just a sort of reckless youth is he is quietly one of the most influential wrestlers of nowadays. And basically, who is reckless youth? He is the AEW roster. He's yeah, doing he very exciting
1: wrestling. And also, like, he definitely, you know, the whole like guy showing up with the jeans on and wrestling the match. Like, yeah, he basically, he, yeah. he
0: created modern wrestling twice. He created the look of the attitude era and then the style of nowadays. And it was basically what it was, was he grew up in New Jersey but discovered the NWA because he's close enough to Pennsylvania, which is where the NWA sort of – that was their like – Pittsburgh was their like big foothold on the East Coast. And so they – like he was close enough to there that he got uh, NWA TV and he basically fell in love with the NWA style and didn't want to do it. Like it's one of those things where he's a very pure – Dylan and I've heard of these guys. There's the comedians that like are very like. I just want to live in Toronto. I don't want to tour. I don't care. Let's do it. Yeah, I don't care. That's basically what this guy is. This guy. There's no bitterness to this guy. He's like. No, it's like it's uh,
1: wrestling is something he liked and was an accessory to his life, and he would never let it become his life to the detriment. You know, like if it's if it's doing well. Also, like even the way he tours on the indies, he says he's like, yeah, I had a day job the whole time, so I could do this for fun didn't matter if i got paid a lot or not i could just subs you know i could just
0: yes absolutely what's also crazy though is and if you interrupt me again you get one of these uh one of these Hand yeah i'm gonna jerk you off okay um the thing with recklessly youth is that he I don't remember what my point was. I was too busy picturing myself <laughs> punching you in the face. Is what happened? Is I just I imagined my fist mushing into your face?
1: Mm. It wouldn't be bushing. It would be breaking on my face because my fist nope. is so cut soft. Um, Nineteen ninety three. He has tra- he trains another backyard wrestler. Rec- reckless youth is and. This is during a dip in the popularity of wrestling. I think it's so. This is you're getting into wrestling because you love wrestling, and he's one of the first dudes, not the first, but like one of the guys who every indie guy now. I liked wrestling, so I started wrestling. He's five eleven. <laughs> Why am I wrestling? I don't know. It looks like fun. He trains with D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown, a hundred percent, is going to be more like more successful than him because he's six foot three that's the only to the to the there.
0: point that he literally takes two he takes one of his big moves like do you understand like d'lo brown's D-Lo sky Cook, high yes. is reckless youth's version of a frog splash because basically what it is is reckless youth a load down, is a
1: not sky it's high load it's power and, bomb sorry
0: is the sky – no, wait. No, the lowdown was the power bomb, and I thought the no. sky high was the jump. The I'd like you to clarify that. Splash. No, I don't think so. I think the lowdown – I may be wrong, but I thought the lowdown – Look it up,
1: and then Google will call you a nerd, but then give you the answer. You'll have to click through a captcha that says you're a nerd, and then you'll get the answer. Yeah, I know But, yes, yeah, he, uh, he does the frog splash. d does takes – Uh, Reckless Youth's version of the Frog Splash because Reckless Youth was just guessing what the Frog Splash looked like because he'd never actually seen Art Bar wrestle, but he still did a tribute to him, which is also some nerd shit where it's like, this guy really affected my life. No, I don't know who he is. Like all those guys... I mean, this would be 2005, but I was like, oh, man.
0: Dylan is right. Dylan is right. According to uh, accelerator3359.com, backslash wrestling, backslash moves, backslash DLO Brown, backs a dot HTML, hmm. the, the lowdown was the thing, in the sky high was the powerbomb. Damn.
1: Well, that's a good source.
0: It's, I mean, it's no GeoCities, but we'll have to take it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alex Shelley um, does the cross-legged Northern Lights bomb, which Carter invented. Thanks, Hobson. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, That's ladies and gentlemen, roller. you know who the, you know who the reckless youth of this podcast is. It's Christopher Hobson with his intense knowledge.
1: <laughs> so he's 19 when he starts wrestling, and really just wants to do a bunch of independents like his hero who is the one two three kid sean waltman it's so weird and that's why he
0: loved the dilo brown feuded with sean waltman because he's like it's like i'm wrestling sean waltman it's like this poor nice man what a poor sweet boy
1: yeah and like waltman of course is the lightning kid on the indies and then becomes the one two three kid and then six and then once he's six it's obviously the high dirge for his career, but also like what sets up the rest of his. I life, disagree. I think
0: the I think the high dirge for his career was when he was going around saying, "Xpoc 420 means I just pff, smoked your ass."
1: That was probably actually it.
0: Yeah, your ass is grass, and I'm a lawnmower, or your ass is grass, and I'm oh, gonna yeah, smoke it.
1: Yeah, 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 that's good.
0: I wanted to buy that T-shirt. That Xpoc T-shirt. That one was sick.
1: Oh yeah, I almost, I for years regretted not buying a shirt of a local guy, Bloody Bill Scully, and then said, in a world full of pussies, somebody's got to be the dick. I would have wore that somewhere, John.
0: Oh my god, you would have worn that to so many different, just for last too. auditions, no talking. <laughs> in a world full of pussies, somebody's got to be just, the just dick. Just you in front of the mic.
1: Everyone's a pussy except for me. Oh, you have to Check get me. through this door? Sorry, I'll move outside. <laughs>
0: Check the shirt. Check the shirt is what you just kept. Be say- you kept saying, and everyone, everyone would. Shirt's cool, right? Shirt's yeah. Cool hey, right? like this. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> fun, right? I'm fun.
1: So he trains at uh, the Monster Factory. Does Reckless Youth and the Monster I Factory. I love.
0: Is- yep. The Monster Factory which is down the road from him. And give me a hundred uh, bucks.
1: You're a wrestler now. I gotta go take a dump. That's the Monster Factory.
0: Yeah, the Monster Factory is my name is. Uh, Larry Sharp, I have this weird fetish for young people's money. And they're like, what? Yeah. He's like, I know the best way to get it. Start a wrestling school. Once you have to teach them things.
1: Ha 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 He just came up with the best name for a wrestling school ever and then got money. Like it's the Monster Factory is legitimately the best yeah, especially since such- like the first bunch of people he trains are like Bam Bam Bigelow King Kong Bundy, where it's like, oh, this is a place where huge dudes go to become monsters. It's like, also, wh- why
0: can, why has no one explained to me who Larry Sharp is and why do people keep going to, uh, get for him for money? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the weirdest thing in the entire world Or they're just Larry like, Sharp
1: was a, uh, I'm assuming, I'm just, as, as I'm Googling who Larry, Sh- exactly who Larry Sharp is. Oh, do you know Larry Sharp is actually a politician? LarrySharp.com. Um, but Larry Sharp ran wrestling school. He trained um, Bundy in Bigelow and I think maybe one-man gang. Although I'm probably wrong about that because we just did a one-man gang episode and I'm a freaking idiot.
0: Yeah, you're a um, fucking stupid bitch.
1: Basically, yeah, he was a pro wrestler Um, under his name Pretty Boy Larry Sharp and he made the Monster Factory. Basically, he just got famous because of Bigelow and Bundy. He, he trained these guys. Immediately, they were main eventers. And that makes your reputation so that you're a uh, school now. It's kind of like how everyone in the UFC, obviously, you see these guys uh, training training wrestlers and training fighters. Um, and you're like, wow, they must make a lot of money because they train ex UFC champion. They don't make money that way. They make money because they teach Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to accountants because they have that champion. It's like, yeah. It's like stand it's like stand up comedy. When you when you see a comedian on TV, sometimes that TV show pays well, other times the TV show is just so that they can go speak at corporate events and make two thousand dollars to bomb while some bankers have a salad somehow loudly.
0: Yeah, exactly. They can, they yeah. basically they know what that TV show earns you? It earns you the right to make five figures for doing something that everyone is disappointed in. World is hell. Um,
1: yeah, exactly. But here are the people that uh, other people, uh, the Monster Factory, um, Tony Atlas. So obviously that's early. Um, Bam Bam. Um, we're talking about the Headbangers, King Kong Bundy, Balls Mahoney, the Pitbulls, Raven. Also, he becomes famous because the wrestling landscape is really the northeast where it's like you think of the big three promotions we came up on two of them, them, are, two, of them two, are two of them are, them are yeah. like a three-hour drive from each other
0: yeah and one of those two literally just like do you have anyone we need someone to get hit by sabu and they're like i have this guy who can't stop pissing in his pants. perfect <laughs>
1: piss pants <laughs> steve
0: yeah you're gonna do a, a 1080 splash i've never wrestled before well here at the ecw arena wrestling is fluid
1: <laughs> Wrestling is like gender, it's fluid. Gender is a construct on the ECW arena. We're welcome to you the, the weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, welcome to the ECW arena where Kamona Wanalei is gonna explain the correct way to ask someone for their pronouns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kimono Wanalei is naked and pointed at an object, she'll shove it in herself, but also bathrooms aren't by gender oh. here.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the ECW arena where Kimona Wanalea is about to get murdered by a man, but she is going to consent. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Consensual murder. Yeah, well, the,
0: and the welcome to the ECW arena. We did not understand what this times out movement was all about. I assumed it was so someone got counted out during a TV title match at the ECW arena.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so his first pro wrestling match this is interesting. He two, he does two years of wrestling training before actually wrestling in 1995, and of course he has a dispute with money uh, with Larry Sharp because Larry Sharp of won course. Money golf of it and yeah larry, 15 bucks
0: yeah L- L- Rick like i am very hungry i am a supposedly an athlete can i have some money for food and larry sharp was like no and he was like i mean i'm gonna take <laughs> some money for food and he's like well you're gonna get sued and he's like your name is larry and your business is called the monster factory who's your lawyer and he goes oh i'll be representing myself i i'm larry the monster but uh, a lawyer.
1: yeah i think uh, as you'll see by my first exhibit this is a picture of bam bam bigelow he's pretty sick Huge <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you know how you're supposed to get a tattoo on your arm. He's got head. one
1: on his head. That's pretty head badass, tattoo. if you ask old Larry. Anyway, uh, mm. he moves on and starts working with Al Snow, and really listen, listen this to people—the nice people—that he's. It's already below Brown Al Snow, where it's like I don't think Reckless Youth has ha- has been exposed to someone who will swear yet.
0: Um. That's you're, so funny. You're
1: anti-Al Snow.
0: Oh, no. I'm very pro-Al Snow. I am pro the guy you, uh, who's the greatest wrestler, Hulk Hogan, because the most people paid to see him. And you're like, what? That's not – that's – no.
1: You also get a scene like in Mick Foley's book, he always makes throwaway jokes about Al Snow, and then you watch TV, and you're like, Al Snow's pretty good. Why is he making fun of him? And then you watch interviews with Al Snow, you're like, oh, yeah. You just – even I want to bully him, and he could beat the living shit out of me. Um – Al Snow, don't forget, uh, trained Dan Severn for a UFC back when no one really knew what the UFC was.
0: Now, I've I heard that going, too, and I don't Grab understand Grab a chin
1: lock and whisper in his ear to go off the ropes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want to do is first thing is you meet and agree who loses backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What? That was his.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Bring a chair in. You're not allowed to. I'm out of my depth. Okay, that's fine, but like where do I put my mannequin head I talk to? I can't do that. Also, a man whose career was like thank God I found that mannequin head when it's like oh what what do I owe my professionally crossing to? One blowjob joke. I'm a schizophrenic who likes blowjobs. That's my yeah. character. That uh
0: welcome. Is. Yeah. Thank God I was a wrestler near Paul Heyman in the late nineties where your career could be saved because Paul Heyman's like I like techno and fellatio. And he's like, well, I'm Al Suck Snow. No. The world, I'm the world's most boring man, but I will take instruction. All right? Go talk to a mannequin head, but make sure you say head a lot. Why? So people think you're getting sucked off.
1: Greetings. My name is Al Snow. That's not my real name. And I, according to this paper, enjoy blowjobs.
0: Yeah, my name is Sure as you will. My name is Albert Snow, and I would like you all to know that sucky, sucky, no, no, is bad.
1: <laughs> Always sucking for me. Anyway, yeah. I also hear voices, and uh, they tell me that I love. Once again, to drive this home, being sucked up.
0: I hear voices in my head. They talk and to me, and they, they—they talk to me. They talk to me. And
1: you, know what they say? Uh, they get rimmed. Yeah, you That's got right, rules. a new uh, frontier for the Al Snow character. Like you got and your
0: right. religion all designed to keep you safe, but when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. I have a voice that is my savior. <laughs> he <is laughs> oh, loves reading the lyrics. Thank and you. And loves to hate. I have a voice that has the knowledge and the powers to rule your fate that's that's
1: when uh that's why it's better that the wwe invested in theme songs that are just jim johnson flipping out on the old fucking guitar because when they actually got bands where they were like i think they were because these bands and the recording obviously they would be like okay well we need this money like before machine gun kelly dated megan Fox, he basically had a deal with the wwe to be wwe's like in-house celebrity for events which is very funny
0: yeah, it's basically like we can't get the Gronk anymore, so let's get. It was here, it was
1: it was Flowrider and Machine Gun Kelly. Flowrider did yeah. a bunch, but Flowrider is actually like
0: sick. Yeah, Flowrider is the exact celebrity that they want, which is like. Yeah, he's, he's not just, like. He's flowing. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not like Eminem, but like worse and taller. Anyway, Reckless Youth was a daredevil uh, in-ring style with an anti-authority attitude. That was his character. Even though if you look at Tom Carter, you look at him and he screams, I tuck my shirt in to go to bed.
0: Yeah, Tom Farter more like. <laughs> there
1: you go. He's on it. He's on it. That's really good. So basically he combines elements from his favorite wrestlers Dean Malenko, Kurt Hennig, Ultimo Dragon, Great Muda, and Scotty the Body.
0: What a, I mean what like a drop so, off at the end there? It's so weird. It's so weird this guy cuz he's like here are the wrestler like I love it's like who are your favorite bands? Well, I love um Beethoven, Mozart and uh, uh Bach and MXPX yeah, exactly, and no effects. Yeah, MXPX. Yeah,
1: I want no effects, but I want them Christian. God damn it!
0: I want yeah, I want them Christian, and I want them just covering uh, rap songs and talking about responsibility.
1: Can we talk about this? Can we talk about how glad we are that the era of just a white dude ironically covering a rap song with acoustic is over? Thank fucking god! Uh,
0: if you I don't mean, think you see that's it in coming the darkest back.
1: parts of TikTok, but.
0: Yeah, of course. Like, it's coming back, though. Like, bear in mind.
1: Oh, no, it isn't. I think it is. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to. Okay. (laughs) And that is how you solve a problem. Reckless Youth also, we can easily say this, top five wrestler names of all time.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's top five wrestler names of all time. Here are the other four: John Hastings, Dylan Gott, <laughs> Dave Meltzer, Eddie Kingston,
1: John Gott, Dylan Hastings. That oh yeah, that's time. six
0: and seven. Those are our sons. When Dylan and I figure out how to be able to, no, but legit, you rank them. No Reckless women. youth.
1: You saw. I mean. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I would buy that as a kid, and I didn't need to know who this man was. I would see Reckless Youth and be like, I have to see
0: this. Yeah, right there. By the way, I was like, finally, I'm a Reckless Youth. He must be cool like me. That's what I said. He must be 10
1: and want to stay up late drinking orange pop.
0: Yeah, that guy better know that fucking, uh, he puts Mentos in cream soda just to see what happens. I don't give a shit what happens to the pop. I just like to see the fizz.
1: Uh, I don't fear death. I embrace it. Reckless youth. Mentos. Bam. Diet Coke. Fuck you.
0: More like reckless poop.
1: Who knew when the entire internet was just that Mentos Diet Coke thing that it would eventually lead to a rise in fascism? Isn't that interesting? I did.
0: I remember commenting that, and everyone was like, "Shut up, John! This will—you like, just all caps. This will lead to fascism. Or yeah, no? yeah. This, this will lead is? to fascism.
1: This will lead to don't you Donald Trump, a guy who's on TV now, will become a fascist. Anyway, um, reckless youth." I want to round up this top five: Reckless Youth, One Man Gang. You put re- Reckless Youth and One Man Gang on a poster; it's like people will just show up. Yeah, it's such a.
0: I mean, amazing. I've always loved the name Justin Incredible, but that's just me. I'm the only guy that thinks. Justin Incredible,
1: awesome. baby, the worst.
0: I think it's the best. It's the most wrestling name ever. Who's this guy? This name's Justin Incredible.
1: Get the fuck out of here! Like that's what an, no. if I was an adult and I no. heard someone say that, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> You can no longer you could no longer be in my house. Anyway, um, this is the interesting thing about covering Reckless Youth is that he doesn't have any major runs in any companies. So it's like you can't be like, oh, and then he feuded with this guy. I saw an ECWA match of him and Christopher Daniels is on YouTube. Also, if you try and look up any of this man's work on YouTube, it has about as good. Um, I think it's the legitimately some of the last one forty four P video quality stuff left it's like sixth generation vhs qualities of pittsburgh local wrestling where mark madden is the commentator and here's what happens mark madden is actually one of the better commentators which is insane
0: this is the weird thing is a bunch of people including eric bischoff are like let me tell you who i enjoy mark madden let me tell you who i never want to work with mark madden mark madden i was like oh interesting like they all get it they're like he's just a dick He's just a dick, but he is weirdly good at his job. It just gets in the way.
1: He's good at his job. And the other thing about Mark Madden is that he, to me, is like, oh, this guy guy heard Bobby Heenan, and he was like, I want to do that. But it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like anyone but Bobby Heenan doing Bobby Heenan completely distracts from the show because it's just some fucking loser making shitty jokes.
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Uh, it's a problem with wrestling, and Bobby Heenan is the best example of this, is instead of wrestling going, there should be a bad guy on commentary after Bobby Heenan, they're like, there should be a Bobby Heenan on commentary, which is why you get Joel Gertner. Essentially, Joel yeah. Gertner is Bobby Heenan. Instead of getting uh, face cancer, he got, I guess, some sort of like a million tumors, and it's driven sexually crazy. <laughs>
1: Uh, Reckless Youth, of course, a lot of it, the problems with him and why he doesn't catch on in the major promotions, is his size by his own. Which I still don't
0: understand how Paul Heyman didn't fall in love with this guy. I, I go like, I know one
1: ECW match and that's it. I know. And it's shocking
0: that it wasn't like, he wasn't like,
1: well, he's only three years into wrestling in 1998 is one thing. And the other thing is you're Firmly entrenched in the uh, ECW does not pay you era of ECW. Uh, I know, 90. but it's, yeah. Well, that's why he didn't work there again, is because he had a match, he didn't get paid, and he was like, no, fuck this. Also, he doesn't like hardcore wrestling, and that's the other thing why this guy- Which is, is most-
0: so weird that he's like, I hate hardcore wrestling. What's My your name, uh, name going to be? I am the Reckless, Reckless youth. youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No! No!
1: Everything would lead you to believe. That's why when I watched one of those matches, I was like, oh, I thought this dude would just be doing like suicide dives into a knife, not like, um, here's some chain wrestling. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. He's like, I, you know what's reckless about me? I really cinch in the headlock. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, you're just like, oh, this fucking. Isn't dork. it
1: interesting, though? Because it's a weird hybrid of like, I'm reckless but, like, reckless as far as, like, a 1990 wrestler would be, where it's like, I jump off the top rope. You can't fucking tell me what to do. Not, like, late 90s reckless, where it would be legit, like, um, oh, New Jack threw me off a scaffold, and I missed the coffin, and now I'm dead.
0: More like he's More like he's feckless. There
1: you go. But, yeah, he didn't like a hardcore wrestling, which I understand. If you have a day job, of course, I don't want to get stabbed by New Jack. Why would I want that?
0: That's very funny. That is very Yeah, exactly. He's like, I could do that, but I'd rather, why wouldn't I? No, I'm not doing that. How about
1: this? I'll stay in Pennsylvania, and I'll get some cardio in, and uh, maintain all of the skin on my forehead. You know what I mean? Like, all these old wrestlers look fucking disgusting.
0: I mean, maybe to you, I think they all look like hot boys. You know what they are? Can you imagine,
1: honestly? Like you're like, oh, Dusty Rhodes. He's like a real smooth talker. That's his. And then you show someone who doesn't know wrestling. It's like his forehead looks like he's been attacked every day for the last ten years. He's like, oh, he didn't get attacked. He did that himself. It's like, what yeah. do you watch? You're like, oh, I'm a weird guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I think you don't understand. I'm much weirder than anyone realizes.
1: <laughs> like the whole thing of like, um, when someone when someone bleed on wrestling and they go, and, and everyone's been through this. Go, oh, that's so fake. That's so fake they're bleeding. And you're like, actually, it's real. And I've never heard someone just go, why? Why don't they just fake it? Which is like, yeah, why don't they fake it? Everything else is like no one sees someone get slammed on the ground and thinks that looks fun. Just fake the blood part.
0: I disagree. I think that um, you should fake everything else but the blood part.
1: <laughs> so you think it should just be a promo that ends in two people competitively cutting each other that'd be fun Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. What, wrestling for me I'm gonna fight I you will, on the 13th yeah. 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 all I want from pro wrestling is just chance I just want to sing the Nakamura theme with 10,000 people and then I want um, uh, a bunch of people to just cut their heads I just want, Nak- <laughs> I, want Abdu- I want Abdullah the Butcher to walk out to the ring to Nakamura's theme and then wrestle himself
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah, his uh, Kota Ibushi, the Kota Ibushi versus a blow-up doll match that was like, wow, how good is this guy? Would have been a lot better if it was just Abdul the Butcher stabbing a blow-up doll and then the blow-up doll stabbing him.
0: Yeah, of course. Oh, that would be good.
1: Yeah, me and my friend used to always make a joke about Steve Carino where it's like, and I think there is a fork in the road where if Reckless Use takes wrestling as seriously as some other wrestlers do, not not to say seriously, but like, doesn't stick to his guns he ends up as steve carino which is steve carino just an old school wrestler goes into ecw and is eventually especially essentially forced to just slit his own forehead every day for three years for no money and i remember he would blade over anything it would be like he would just be like i got i got an irish whip into the ropes and the guy missed the clothesline. i gotta cut my back
0: yeah exactly oh my god i just this want you I all... yeah i want you all to know that i am a very good wrestler, but a very bad friend to me.
1: John, reckless Youth goes to Great Lakes Wrestling. That changed your life, didn't it? Tell us more it's, about Great Lakes Wrestling.
0: My favorite things about Great Lakes Wrestling are the following things. Scott Demore was definitely there, which is always <laughs> good. Uh, there was, he met, I also learned in the research that Simon Diamond's original wrestling name was just Diamond, which makes me want to beat the shit out of him. Uh, and he picked up the moniker, the King of the Independence at this time. Um, and also he was called by Bill after one of the most recognizable independent stars in the United States and was ranked one step higher than Hulk Hogan on the PWA. And that's
1: that's how he became booked for sure. Three years into wrestling, he's number 50 on the, on the PWI.
0: And this is like the brief time when the PWI fucking, um, 500 ruled like and it made bear, people too yeah yeah like bear in mind so he's 50 so he's reckless youth. the person the two people before him are bam bam bigolo and Shawn michaels and hulk hogan isn't 51 he's 53 then it's uh akira tayu and Sh- shania ashimoto hulk hogan mark merrill rick flair reckless youth is above rick flair The Wild Thing, Mark Merrill, Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall, Terry Funk, Raven, Billy Gunn, uh, Tenzan, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Vader, Rick Steiner, Edge, Al Snow, Dustin Reynolds, Jesse J. Holy shit. The Well, this is is what Bill Raptor could do, though,
1: is he would would also, people would say, get a ton of bookings if he were number 500 because there's all the weird dudes in the top 100 where it's like, Bill After just picks some indie guy with a fun name and is like, you're number 80.
0: Here's the weirdest thing also about the PWA 500, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, is that PWI would portray that they had a giant staff and it was just Bill After the whole time. That's the it. weirdest thing.
1: I love that. I love, I bought some wrestling magazine in like 2008. I think it's the last time I bought like a kayfabe wrestling magazine and it was talking about how the Dudley boys have bad backs. <laughs> And like that's what you should target in the upcoming tag tournament. And spent really so good. much time talking about this like tag tournament that clearly the WWE was just gonna like do two rounds of and forget about.
0: You know what I mean? I need you to know this. In 1998, during the PWI 500, Iron Sheik 423.
1: Well, he should always be 420. You know what
0: I mean? Yo, I'm trying to see is is the Reck- is Reckless Youth higher than every WWF champion from '84 to 1990? I hope so. Um, I just need to see where Macho Man is. No, he's not. Macho Man's 16. Damn.
1: Of course he is. Doncho Man had a good year. That that was the Diamond Dallas Page feud.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought it was the Hulk Hogan feud. You dumb bitch.
1: I'm not dumb. I'm smart. He um, he won the uh, NWA North American Heavyweight Title in '96 um and he got in trouble with the nwa for touring around and defending his title but only barely winning and just putting over local talent instead of just winning and once again he says oh this paid me 100 dollars, and the job i have that i just do wherever pays me much more i don't give a fucking shit
0: yeah (laughs) it's nothing more
1: powerful than when everyone else wants something so much and you do it anyway and don't care
0: yes Basically, Reckless Youth was like, listen, you all, I love wrestling. You love wrestling. My dream was to be a wrestler. And everyone's like, well, my dream is to be a famous wrestler. And he was like, I do not put those many caveats on my dream.
1: Yeah, exactly. He just wrestled people. Like, he wrestles from 97 to 2002. Um,
0: and also, by the way, incredibly influential. He we, that We've mentioned on this very um, – Dylan. This one. On this very program, we've mentioned two moves he invented – uh, his look style that idea of like he's a bad boy but he is technically sound is so is every is everything that wrestling is now this guy is this guy to grunge music is the pixies is like he is the band that never got famous he's like you know what I'm saying like he's just he's the i can't think of another reference <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah of course but he goes he's in this is a weird thing though he says he hates um He says he hates hardcore wrestling, but he's in CZW for a minute.
0: Yeah, it is weird. But it's like I feel like he was in CZW, but he's like, there will be no blading during my match. The most hardcore we will get is I will use a chair to sit down and tie up my boots in the locker room. That's it.
1: (laughs) But it's also like seemingly this dude – Oh, okay. Like the worst time he says in his professional wrestling career was when he gets a d- wWE developmental deal because he can't wrestle. like he this guy would yeah. wrestle as much as he as much as he can, and wWE has him like riding the pine for a really long time.
0: yeah, this guy's basically a weird purist who's beloved he's sort of beloved. It's very weird. What it basically is is he made the mistake of with his size, what he should have done is, bolted into WCW and just been a guy who loses to Rey Mysterio during cruiserweight matches on well, that's the Nitro. That's what
1: they had him planned to be in WWE was they were basically going to give him... They were um, So he was invited to a training camp under Bruce and Tom Pritchard who told him he had no chance. Bruce was no fan of him. They didn't get along. He attended a second one under Terry Taylor and Tom Pritchard and they gave him a contract really to Tom Carter's disbelief. It was Terry who believed in Carter had convinced him to try out earlier. Do, do sorry to despite bad experiences with the company soon after tom uh, tom signed though terry taylor leaves the wwf and then of course it turns into a nightmare during this time he wanted to ditch reckless youth because you know he's old now so he was sent to memphis um he was told to not get a house as he'd quickly be called up to tv um it was three months at the most he never believed that would happen and it of course never happened Men's it destroyed him because he went from wrestling three to four times a week to not wrestling at all. And um the only upside he says is that he basically got to train under William Regal for a while, which helped him improve. But he was pitched this is the real line in the sand, he was pitched a gimmick by Bruce Pritchard. He was gonna be a manager called Richard Ryder.
0: Yeah, baby. Dick Ryder. Valvinus needs a fucking heavy, and so, the heavy um, is small. We, we dress have a and mutual
1: light. friend who's a comedian named Richard Ryder. Uh, how do you get dick from Richard, John?
0: Ryder.
1: You don't know his joke? Oh, okay. Well, he has a joke. He says uh, people would always ask me, how do you get dick from Richard? And I say, like, Well, don't you ask? Now he's going to buy me a drink. Oh, woo. Anyway. <laughs> so um, he says that everyone laughed as Pritchard was pitching it and then the whole place went silent because he just said I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah, so but this way. is why this guy is this is why this guy is beloved because he says no to the things everyone wants to. He just sticks to his guns in a way that I'm guarantee it's like him and CM Punk it's just CM Punk it worked out a lot better for him. Because CM Punk uh, also will like stick to his guns that he doesn't want to do something but then do it but Yeah, but you know, the difference, favor, you know the difference. You know the difference for that favor.
0: You know the difference between CM Punk and Reckless Youth?
1: Um one of them is Reckless and the other one's Youth.
0: It's 6 years and Punk is slightly in better shape. That's the only, the thing with also Reckless Youth is just a little too I mean, indie. Well,
1: also the I like like let's say this too. CM Punk is one of the most charismatic professional wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Like for whatever you want to well, say about, about no. him as a person, I've never met the man. I've not heard nice things. I have met him. Just
0: mm-hmm. kidding. I pranked you, Dylan. You believe me? You fucking. That bitch. was a good prank. The Thank prank you. is when you
1: just lie too. That's what. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hey, Dylan. Remember when I told you yesterday I was doing laundry? Mm-hmm. I was doing the dishes. I fucking pranked you.
1: That's our new prank show where we get someone to believe a very minor detail. Yeah, about yeah, our lives yeah, yeah. Remember when I told you I drive a Volvo?
0: Later. It's actually a Volkswagen.
1: <laughs> hey, remember when I told you that? Um, my uh, mom had cancer. That was a prank.
0: Oh, I just felt really bad that she had cancer. Yeah, Pranked I probably you. shouldn't have gone to the hospital and unplugged all those old women. Dylan needs to stop suffering. You're selfish. Who's Dylan? <laughs> it's in your brain.
1: Uh, we'll take a break. Get back. Hey, everybody. Just a quick break. Whoa. To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go on to Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. We have many many options such as brand new untouched episodes. So far we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a real, uh, a break from evil people and and talked about One Man Gang and really fun people like that. That's for 5 bucks a month you get access to a whole library. Of 40 i'm just guessing 40 extra episodes including some watch-alongs of hogan knows best we've done a lot of fun stuff we're yeah, offering yeah. our page. yeah meow. and uh thank you so much 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like everyone come over to my place sleep with me 20 and 25 dollars gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review thanks so much for listening again we love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns.
0: We're back. Dylan is wearing, if for those of you who didn't pay for the video on Patreon, Dylan is wearing very revealing uh, high-waisted jeans. I'm wearing no whatever shirt. a
1: negligee is.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's wearing whatever the male version of a negligee is. Dylan's wearing that right now.
1: No, I'm just wearing a negligee. Don't
0: try No, and- but you're a boy.
1: Wow. Apparently, someone didn't pay attention to the ECW gender roles arena. Anyway, Reckless Youth, do what he does. No. He gets fired from WWE. That makes sense. He doesn't want to be Dick Ryder. Yeah. So here are some other characters that were pitched to him by Bruce Richard. Uh, Jizz Licker
0: um uh, yeah, yeah oh and then my personal favorite uh get in the van underage kids that was a <laughs> um, he was going <laughs> to be was a American whole con- sentence
1: that was pitched. um al penis instead of val venus it was al yeah, penis. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 he was also um uh uh chaz the the uh the the woman that chaz has sex with and also is the mom of and also who he attacks he also was going to be that
1: yeah shit eating larry he just ate Everyone yeah, should.
0: yeah. He, he could also be the fabulous Moolah's fake breasts at Royal Rumble 99.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, he also ribbed during his time in WWE. Um, they were told Neidhart was wrestling a match. Uh, Jim Neidhart was wrestling a match. He was told he was going to get hit with brass knuckles. He didn't see what hit him. And uh, Reckless Youth had handed uh, the Blue Meanie a rubber chicken. Hit, hit Jim Neidhart with it. Fell down. Gets pinned and Jim Nighthawk wanted to fight him after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Jim Nighthawk uh, took that as, uh, we're not paying you in blow, as we described. <laughs> and he was like, you better pay me in blow. And they were like, we never agreed to that. Also, stop wearing a beret, but only backstage. But I'm the anvil, baby.
1: This is the other thing about our youth. His actual career of being like a top flight talent is. And this is so weird because it's like this guy basically stops being a top flight indie guy as soon as WWE is absorb WWE absorbs WCW because he has a match with Jimmy Rave in the NWA and he does a, d- a dive to the outside that leaves him paralyzed for ten seconds and that put him on the sidelines for uh, between a year and a year and a half. Of course, he comes back um, and for the rest of his Chikara career, by the way, with Quack and Bush, yeah. go for
0: it. This injury, he describes as flares up. And I was one of those things where I was reading the research the first time, and I was just like, wait, I'm, I just skipped that. I was just skimming it. I was in a car. And then I was like, wait, what's this injury that flares up? And you're like, a severe, debilitating, paralyzing back injury. Mm-hmm. This man, is ju- he is the last 70s dad. If you get <laughs> if you get hurt, you don't go to the hospital. You just deal with it.
1: Yeah, you just take a if you're for, and hope it yeah. all
0: works out if all your friends are more successful than you just imagine you're them when they're doing stuff that you want to do
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he founds Chikara Tom which,
0: come for dinner I'm d right now
1: we all know what Chikara is right
0: uh, yeah it is um, one, it was. how do I say this everyone when it opened was like this was the part of wrestling we were missing and then everyone was like oh by the way mike quackenbush he puts the quack in being a giant fucking creep and everyone was like yeah
1: yeah reckless youth so tom carter basically was like it would be a really good wrestling promotion and then Mike quackenbush was like yeah by wrestling promotion you mean way to be alone with women right and he said what and he was like nothing
0: and then reckless youth was like hey i'm just gonna invest a little bit of money and then immediately leave i'm gonna help you because by the way throughout all of this He's just becoming a very good accountant, like Reckless Youth is just becoming a very reasonably good bookkeeper and accountant for yep. businesses. My name is Tom, I have responsibilities and you don't complain, you just do them and then later die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, in, he's in Chicago, he trains uh, Eddie Kingston, um, Trent Acid, Ultra hey, yeah, Antif tra- Black, basically he trains Eddie Kingston. And
0: when Trent and Trent acid when he dies, apparently he took that incredibly hard (laughs) and also really enjoyed that he was getting back in shape by training wrestlers. So decided this is when he mounts a bit of a touch of a comeback. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, he does it off and on and really gives it in earnest a shot with Ring of Honor um, a couple years later. um, And he obviously transitions out of being reckless youth as the old accountant. So he's the technician Tom Carter. Which is maybe the most unremarkable name I could possibly think of.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing, and it's the most Ring of Honor character ever. What is he? He's a pretty good wrestler.
1: And it's like his—you know—that part of wrestling to- you find
0: boring. Here he is.
1: Yeah, the uh, his dedication to making everything make sense and being like such a fan of professional wrestling. Like, imagine if Shawn Michaels was like. For his second run was like, I can't be the heartbreak kid anymore because I'm an old man. And he was like, yeah. well, what's your what's your uh, new character? How about sweet Shawn Michaels? And I always got a big lolly.
0: Yeah, how about uh, your friend's dad, Shawn Michaels? Wait, what? I just show up in um, questionable slacks and criticize the construction of the ring. What do you... <laughs> What's this girder made of? What's this girder made of?
1: How about I shave my goddamn head? Instead of having that long fucking hair that the WWE had to like actually Photoshop. Do you remember that? They would actually Photoshop in hair when he was was like it was like WWE.com had this one picture that was just like the graveyard that was the top of Shawn Michaels head as far as hair goes and then they Mm -hmm. took it down and Photoshopped it back in. Great stuff.
0: I still really like when and this was like he was well retired. So we're talking 2015 2016 when TMZ Sports launched And which by that means is TMZ Sports is just them interviewing wrestlers. Like the wrestlers are the only ones that are like, oh, finally, the celebrity version of the New York Times, TMZ. And they go like, hey, uh, hey, Sean, what do you think about um, gay marriage being legalized in the U.S.? And the guy is so thinking it's going to be an easy thing for Sean to answer, not realizing that Sean stops walking in the airport. And then just he's like, I think it's up to the individual to decide if that's a good idea. And you're like, oh, here we go. The individual's God. Yeah. And uh, decide what to do is don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, sure. You have a naked photo of Scott Hall and you call him your real wife, but you don't act on it. You You just do so much cocaine. It makes one of your eyes numb.
1: Yeah. You just it's too decadent. It's too tasty. Yeah. Do that. Mm. Uh, Obviously, right now, uh, Reckless Youth is an accountant and has been. For quite some time
0: he, he is, is an accountant he is an accountant with three kids he stopped wrestling after ring of honor because his paralyzing back injury swe- uh, flared up that's what he said because he's a fucking psycho and god bless this man
1: yeah i mean as far as influence where do you think this guy ranks because i'm i mean i've listened to interviews i've heard people say how influential he was but i think this dude gets a lot of credit just because a the short nature of his career he's literally a wrestler from 1995 to 2003 um, I think that this guy is basically in league with Shawn Michaels sorry Shawn Michaels Christopher Daniels and guys like this is just Christopher Daniels doesn't get that level of credit for what he did Because Christopher Daniels was more mainstream success and for a longer time. And it's kinda like how I don't know, you mentioned the Pixies, so we'll keep going over the grunge thing. Kurt Cobain, for if he would have just still been alive, no one would like him. Like if Lou Reed would have died right after the Velvet Underground albums, people would like have flags with Lou Reed on them. Yeah. Instead we're just like I'm a wild guy.
0: Yeah, instead it's just this guy who did a lot of car commercials who said a lot of weird stuff to odd 80s celebrity. Madonna, I just want to let you know cream cheese is salty. Yeah, like, what <laughs> the fuck, Lou?
1: Yeah, exactly. He's just some weird guy who just yeah. took his own shit too serious. Not that Reckless News is isn't like, a great guy. I'm just saying that like everyone loves that. Like Everyone loves the story of the guy who was, everything was taken from him too soon. And I think if that Ring of Honor run bears out, like you know especially with the name Reckless Youth, lightning only struck once with this dude. I don't know. He retired at the right time.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where if he... Yeah, if he had been the Reckless Youth three... If he had been Reckless Youth five years later, he's the Ring of Honor's... He's one of the Ring of Honor hot boys. Instead, he was Reckless Youth in 1997-8, so he's one of the Ring of Honor not boys.
1: And also, like... The fact that if you look at video footage of this dude as reckless youth, it's so hard to find.
0: Like I know, it's very odd. And it's also one of those things where because it's just that thing of he just didn't preserve it. He just doesn't care.
1: Well, it's also like just before the time you could film like a great video using only a handheld camera.
0: That's a very good point, actually. Holy shit. Like, Are they
1: making is Steel City Wrestling selling dvds of their weekly episodes fucking of course they're not but if literally if steel city wrestling happens three years later then yeah that's their whole business is selling DVDs.
0: you know who you are you're a smart boy Dylan's
1: Yeah. what's the best thing about reckless youth john
0: he invented modern wrestling twice he's the most influential wrestler bar i just don't think he
1: is i think he gets credit
0: no i don't think he does well explain okay let's look at his look is right before every wrestler. They can't figure yeah, but out Raven a dressed is like his... that. No, not in the same yeah. way. Yeah, no, did. where'd Raven yeah. get the idea?
1: Raven got the idea when he started doing it in the exact same year. Reckless youth was a wrestler. Did...
0: Yeah. I think that they, it's again, one of those things where it's also that idea of like someone else could do it. It's not just a one hit character. It's also, he's not like the mystic weirdo from Raven's character again. He Tom may Carter have
1: popularized is, just doing only indies and like redefining success by which I mean like you can just do indies and be happy, you don't need to be on television. And then I got a lot of guys who just do indies taught them how to be happy being professional wrestlers. I could see that, but I yeah, I think that's that's probably it. But as far as influ- influential, it's like you got a lot of guys doing the same stuff, and like, yeah, not to say this guy isn't like amazing and like whatever I'm just saying that like maybe the nasty dog gets a bit too much credit but also he's like a fucking I even feel bad saying because this guy doesn't give a shit this is like I I think that's the best thing about him and I think that's the best thing when people just are like yeah this is fucking one part of life I'll just enjoy it as it is
0: yeah and I say the worst thing about him is I do think that he he came about at the wrong time and he just came about with the wrong allies and I still think he should have had a bigger career I do think that he is a very good old wrestler boy and he's a hot guy and I want him to have gone further than he did. He didn't. There's nothing I can do except for be sad every day and wish better
1: things <laughs> yeah, The only thing you could do is mourn him with equal. My eulogy will parents. reference
0: him. My gravestone will say, Here lies Reckless <laughs> Youth's biggest fan. I love you, Tom See, Carter. I think that also, honest. if
1: you're going to change your name, don't go with the technician Tom Carter. Go with Reckless Man, because that just means like your valet is your wife, but she is just chasing you, trying to get child support, and the entire mass has to happen quickly, because why wasn't, coming down. Why
0: the fuck wasn't this his character? Do you, you know how fucking big this would have been? Yeah.
1: Oh, also, it should bear mentioning that he did things like he would just come out to different theme music every single night and have a stupid music contest with wrestlers and see who could come out to the dumbest music. Yeah. It's it's, again, it's also, it's
0: a bit too inside. I still think you, I still like, I think his importance is underwritten. Dylan says his importance is overwritten and here's the crazy thing.
1: He's just a guy who didn't care though. Like you can't like people. And this happens with all shit that everyone kicks, Way too seriously is that like you look at wrestling in a certain way and you look at it for so long because you love it and everyone waxes philosophical about like what the choices this man made as a performer. He's like this guy was just a fucking dude who was like, basically saw like some old dude be like, "What? You don't have this theme song? Fuck! How the fuck my whole fucking character's done?" And this guy's on the sidelines being like, "What a loser! I'll just come out to whatever and then we'll have a match."
0: Make a good point. It's almost like he was around too many troll
1: too, which is probably. That's like a trolly thing to do, is just come out to like he was coming out like Copa Cabana and Kung Fu fighting and shit.
0: I mean also, but he couldn't have come out to Copa Cabana because that was literally Colt Cabana's theme for a long time.
1: Well, do you know this, John? He was a wrestler before Colt Cabana. No. <laughs> no, there was no wrestling before Colt Cabana. There was no wrestling. No, he wrestling came out to Colt Copa Cabana. Cabana and he won that's how he won the him and another wrestler had a stupid theme contest and that's how he won. He went he came out to Copa Cabana. And that's how he won the contest, John.
0: What's the worst thing about Reckless Youth? I already said it. I, I feel the worst thing is that this guy didn't get oh, enough of robbed. the dude that he deserved. Yeah. I, I feel think like the he worst thing better. about
1: him is his body. As technician Tom Carter, he had a good body. He got a, he got hard. But 5'11 um, and 165, if I wanted to fucking see someone that, I'd go to the goddamn grocery store. His name is Dylan Cornette now, motherfucker.
0: Oh, my God. I wish you would go by Dylan Cornette. Oh, I would. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan, yeah, and you behave exactly the way Jim Cornette does, but only the really creepy parts.
1: (laughs) I don't think there, honestly, I don't think there's a bad thing about him. I just think that just by nature
0: of. Basically, what this guy is, he's like, look at this balanced man who wrestled for a couple of years.
1: You know what the other thing, probably the best thing about him, to be real, is? I mean, A, his name and the mystery surrounding him, I think is the best thing because nothing spoils someone like knowing everything. And he's yeah. like one of the last, like, myth- this guy's almost like the Bo Jackson of professional wrestling, where it's like, Bo Jackson was the last athlete who actually had like a mythical. Um,
0: yeah, exactly, and, but, and much like, like much like Bo Jackson, why do they have a myth? Um, um uh, why do they have a mythical? Like, what's the mythical part of him? And it's this is the mythical part. He did something for a bit, and then just didn't talk about it that much, and so everyone's like, where could he be?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Who just like, Like, this is how crazy everything that everyone desperately needs. Like, Matt Hardy is still wrestling.
0: Yeah, Matt Hardy is still like, most other wrestlers are still out there. Like, Aaron Rodgers is like either a hero or an enemy, depending on how you feel about the fucking vaccine. And how he sparked this debate is he went, he Skyped called into a show hosted by a shirtless man and sat on his couch. Because the world is, too, everyone just needs to say ha, say their piece, mm-hmm. no matter how fucking stupid and harmful for the world it is. And reckless youth is one of the rare people that's like, I probably have some opinions. I'm gonna keep them to myself. Yeah, and that doesn't happen in sports or entertainment anymore. Like, here's how sports and entertainment are: it's like, I'm making a shitty, selfish decision. I better call the Fear Factor guy and talk about it for four hours. <laughs> and
1: i want to call the uh guy who would only be in some episodes of news radio
0: yeah and reckless youth i guarantee like he sees an episode of like the joe rogan experience or he sees twitter and he just goes the cheek to say all of these opinions
1: man uh, to be real though this man has three kids i guarantee he sees twitter and he's like so what Uh, oh he's eating a Oh he's eating a cheese grater and then throws his phone in the toilet and he's like no I gotta get a new one of those like he's just Yeah a- oh I guess
0: that's another list of things I didn't want oh
1: Christ now the wife's gonna be on my ass Yeah according to Jim with Reckless Youth. Oh he seems like a really nice balanced man. And he plays down his um influence, influence as well. So I mean he's just a man who did influences. a thing for a while. Good for him. I'm proud of you, Tom. Thank God. No, it's John, weird. plug your things. I am not proud of him. Not proud of him, enemy of John. Plug your shit, bitch. Hey,
0: everyone, put a cork in my ass. Plug me. Um, <laughs> there you go. Then head on over to my house and suck on my fucking thumbs. Oh, these are good uh, plugs. And then what you want to do is become a patron of the rest of the review. Ladies and gentlemen, the rest of the review is not just two guys talking. It's also two guys talking who need money. And the people that already subscribe to our Patreon, we love you. We want you to come over to our house and you can just go toilet anywhere that isn't a toilet. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Dylan has a kid and he is going to pay for that kid's university quality education. And we're not talking just bachelor's degree master's degree as well by you coming over to our houses and going toilet anywhere that's not a toilet and to do that we need 100 patrons first on our patreon i don't know why this is the rule that's the rule if you want to come over to our house and go toilet anywhere that's not a toilet first we need 100 patrons we will see you there dylan can be found on all social media dylan god d-y-l-a-n-g-o-t-t i'm on All social media at the John Hastings, T-H-E-J-O-H-N-H-A-S-T-I-N-G-S. You can find my other podcast, U-T-S, Untitled Twitch Stream, at twitch.tv backslash untitled. Twitch Stream, we're both comedians. Google our names in Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever comedy is heard. Play it. Also, call SiriusXM and say, we love you, because... They are helping us pay for our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, the Reckless Youth is a nice man who probably doesn't have social media, so what you should do is find where he lives and give him $5 and then come to my house and suck my dick.
1: Oh, is this going to be one? All right, John, um, tell us more about Untitled Twitch Stream while I see if Reckless Youth has Twitter because knowing with people who have short-lived careers, sometimes they have 300 Twitter followers and they have tasty tweets
0: yeah let's see about what this guy how this guy's what this guy's bringing to the party
1: i mean reckless youth is also the number one name for like i'm a shitty teen you know That's what i cool. mean so there's the, um no i can't see anything so good for awesome. him yeah good quick search no twitter which means he's doing great Thanks very much for everything, guys. Uh, please keep giving the Patreon. You've genuinely changed our lives. And how many, in what ways? We have money to promote ourselves. We have money to um, make this show better. So please giving, keep giving the Patreon. I have people over my
0: house going toilet. Anywhere not a toilet.
1: Anyway, go toilet in our house. We'll rub the tips of our dick in it. Thank you
0: so much. We will rub our dicks in your shit. I'm the reckless youth, Dylan. Because I got shit on my d- I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry.